from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, gang, and welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. I'm on the road outside the studio this morning, but we've still been able to bring you a show. I don't have my traditional coffee cup espresso here, so uh, I do apologize. We'll be doing a coffee cup cheers. I'll be with that one yet again because... Uh, I have yet to find a uh, hotel that has one of those when I travel to some of these different destinations across the country. So with that being said, though, we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch and Rumble. So good morning, everyone tuning in. Thank you all for being part of the show this morning. We've got a packed one. So let's get right into this morning's show. Again, if you're having a cup of coffee or whatever you're drinking this morning to power you through the day, coffee cup cheers, y'all. And let's get the show going with VMware now talking about a live exploit of its uh, recently patched security vulnerability there by the folks over at VMware who are saying that a um, critical level bulletin with a blunt warning to businesses running the network monitoring software that confirmed that there is a uh, live exploitation of CVE 2023-20887 occurring in the wild. The first live exploit first flagged by Gray Noise was the target... Uh, Target the CVE 20887 command injection vulnerability that carries a CVSS score of 9.8. A malicious actor with network access to VMware ARIA operations for a network may be able to perform command injection attacks resulting in remote code execution, according to the report. So you want to make sure if you haven't patched it or um, if you're still waiting on uh, deploying the patch, you want to get that patched ASAP. That's a live exploit, y'all. Schneider power meters have a open vulnerability that opens the door to potential power outages. The severe security vulnerability vulnerability, sorry, allows credential for the power meters to continuously transmit in clear text, which allows for device takeover. This is coming out of InfoSec London, where security vulnerability in the Schneider Electric Ion and PowerLogic power meters has been disclosed. They transmit a user ID and password in plain text with every message. Given a CVSS vulnerability severity rating of 8.8 out of 10, the bug would allow an attacker with passive interception capabilities to obtain these credentials to authenticate to the ION TCP engineering interface, as well as an SSH and HTTP interfaces and change configuration settings or potentially modified firmware. It's obviously not acceptable anymore for an, op- for an OT product to transmit credentials in clear text because anybody who has access to the network can sniff the traffic and get them. According to Daniel Dos Santos, head of security research at Forescout, this could include controlling smart meter switches to cause load oscillations that could trigger shutdowns with the demand then being passed on to the other parts of the grid network. In a worst case scenario, it could have a domino effect that could potentially lead to a blackout. We'll get to the icefall OT here in just a moment, so we won't touch that there. So still security by design missing on the OT side here. One of those talks from uh, uh, London. Zixel is also warning of a critical command injection flaw in their NOS devices. Zixel is now warning that its network-attached storage devices users to update the firmware to fix a critical severity command injection vulnerability. It's been assigned CVE 2023-279-092. It's a pre-authentication command injection problem that could allow an unauthenticated attacker to execute OS commands by sending specially crafted HTTP requests. The flaw was discovered by Andrzej uh, Zucic of NCSCFI 
and Maxim Solov, uh, who both received a, which was given a CVSS score of 9.8, rating it critical. The impacted devices are NOS 326, 540, and 542, impacting versions 5.21 and earlier. It's fixed in version 5.21 CO. So you want to get those devices also updated zixel users are no strangers to these last month firewalls and vpn products came under massive attack waves from the mirai botnet and potentially uh, targeted by more selective and sophisticated threat actors so you want to make sure you get your zixel devices up and running researchers are at a security startup desktop have discovered a major misconfiguration in the microsoft azure ad oauth application Warned any businesses using the login by Microsoft could be exposed to full account takeover exploits. The security defect nicknamed NOAuth is described as an authentication implementation flaw that does affect Microsoft Azure AD multi-tenant OAuth application. According to an advisory documenting the issue, Deskup noted that the malicious actor can modify email attributes in Microsoft Azure AD accounts and exploit the one-click login with Microsoft feature with the email address of any victim they want to impersonate and usual OAuth and OpenID Connect implementation the user's email addresses is used as a unique identifier by the application. However, in Azure AD, the email claim returns um, return is mutable and unverified, so it can't be trusted. The company said it, the combined effect allows an attacker that created their Azure AD tenant to log in with Microsoft with a vulnerable app and a specially crafted victim user, resulting in complete account takeover. They've released a demo video to such nature. Microsoft described the issue as an insecure anti-pattern used in Azure AD applications where use of the email claim from access tokens for authorization can lead to escalation of privileges. While an attacker can falsify the email claim and tokens issued to applications, additionally, the threat of data leakage exists if applications use such claims for email lookup, Microsoft acknowledged. Microsoft recommends never using the email claim for authorization purposes. If your application uses the email claim for authorization or primary user identification purposes, it is subject to account and privilege escalation, and they're urging developers to check their house on that. So if you are using it, you want to make sure you kind of cross that bridge now. The new Condi malware builds a DDoS botnet out of the TP-Link AX21 routers. The new DDoS-as-a-service botnet called Condi emerged in May of this year, exploiting a vulnerability in the TP-Link Archer AX21 or AX1800 Wi-Fi routers to build an army of bots to conduct attack. AX1800 is a popular Linux-based dual-band Wi-Fi 6 router with a 1.8 gigabyte bandwidth used primarily by home users, small offices, shops, and cafes. Condi aimed to enlist new devices to create a powerful DDoS botnet that can be rented to launch attacks on websites and services like the last company we just talked about, Microsoft, uh, finally admitting to their DDoS misdeeds. Um, a new Fortinet report published today explained that the Condi is targeting CVE 2023-1389 or a high-severity unauthenticated command injection and a road code execution flaw in the API on the router's web management interface. ZDI discovered a flaw, reported it to the vendor in January of 2023, with TP-Link releasing a security update in March. However, not many people understand how to update their routers, and as such, the exploit is still active and live, and Condi is building a DDoS army out of it. So there's that. And our last story for this morning, $3.7 billion in uh, in crypto heists over the last several years with North Korea leading the way um, as one of the main culprit of the heist, according to TRM Labs, a blockchain intel company. Although this year has seen a decline in crypto hacks compared to 2022, about 400 million of virtual currency was stolen in the first quarter of this year alone. 
Over the last few years, North Korean state-sponsored cyber actors have aggressively targeted the crypto sector, often taking advantage of an industry that's not well understood by many and not well regulated. Regulation has nothing to do with it. Every company that gets breached and has been breached is under some sort of regulation. I have yet to see a regulation stop uh, uh, um a breach the ridiculous u.s officials in the u.n have reported that stolen crypto funds have become an important source of revenue for north korea the problem has gone very big very serious with their accounting to about one billion dollars in stolen crypto last year alone you know so again you do sanctions these uh threat actors are going to look for other ways around north korea that's how essentially they're funding their illicit programs right now so uh, a story here from the hill on the fact that this has become major um in Washington and the DOJ and, and and then everyone else is trying to kind of get their hands around it. We'll see what they'll what, what they'll be able to do. Uh, I'm not optimistic though because again, crypto actors don't really uh, respond to that. So, and 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 you know, little regulation not that regulation would stop these heists, but nonetheless, there's that. That's it for our show this morning. Short, sweet, to the point, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow with some big announcements. So stay tuned for that. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great pump day. And most importantly, y'all, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.